Yesterday, I had an interesting conversation with a podcast listener who also happens to be a friend, and she's thinking about starting a podcast. It's going to be a legal podcast, and it's going to be built entirely around the ACFCTA. Forgive me, there are too many acronyms when it comes to these sorts of things, but basically it's the African Free Trade Continental Treaty, or something like that. So let's just, uh, for the rest of the podcast, I'm going to call it the Free Trade Treaty. Now, the reason why I'm bringing this conversation up is because I think it shows a perfect example about how easy it is to start a podcast about what it is that you love, or about what you would like to use to differentiate yourself from the pact. So now this podcast listener is a lawyer, and she's been doing a lot of work in the corporate business sphere, and she has lots of hands-on practice dealing with um, advisory services when it comes to the free trade uh, treaty, which got recently um, enacted in Nigeria. I can't remember how many years ago, but if I guess off the top of my head, I'll say maybe two or three years back. I've been out of legal practice for a very long time, so there are lots of developments that are going on that I am unaware about. So anyway, so she reached out, she wants to start this podcast, she knows that I've been doing this for a year and a half and over 200 episodes, and so she would like to get in, and she wanted my advice, and my advice was the same, so for those of you who have listened to the older podcast uh, that I made, the broadcast recording that I made over here on, um, was it how to start a podcast or something like that? So, um, so if you've listened to that episode, what you're going to hear today is basically the same, just a much more condensed um, version and a different case study about how you can go about starting your own podcast. So I pretty much told her what I tell everybody else. The technical stuff is important, yes, but in my own opinion, keep it simple and stay away from the technical stuff if you can. So long as you have a decent phone and a quiet environment and you're using one of these free services, you can get the podcast up and running. And then later on, when you have a bit of money, you can worry about having a digital audio workstation, uh, proper hosting, um, an editor, and then you can worry about um, having things uh, recorded on video to share to YouTube and things like that. Now, the reason why I give this advice is because we all have full-time jobs. I'm a wedding photographer. She is a full-time lawyer, and you are a full-time something else. Now, if you are going to get into this whole thing of uh, podcasting and creating content, and it becomes another job, then the chances are you are not going to continue doing it over the long term. And that is the first thing that is going to kill your podcast if you're not consistent over the long term. So with that out of the way, that's with the technical stuff out of the way, you know, whether a microphone is necessary or a digital audio workstation or the computer or how much storage you need to have and where to do your hosting. Now that that's out of the way, we got down to what I think is the most important thing that you have to focus on. And that is the content calendar. Because one of the reasons why podcasts die is because they run the host runs out of things to talk about, or at least they think they have run out of things to talk about. Now, you're easily going to run out of stuff to talk about or get bored or think you've exhausted your knowledge if you don't have a plan. Because when you have a content calendar, it's easy to look and to see, oh, these ideas are related, let me group them together, this one is redundant because this has happened, this person is more of a specialist on this, maybe I should interview that person. So when you have things out in a simple outline, 
it makes it um, a lot easier. It makes the ideation stage a whole lot easier. So you can raise new questions, throw ideas about, mix and match things, know who to collaborate with and when. So I just took cut through my exercise, which is come up with a list of questions. Start with maybe 10 questions that you want your podcast to answer. And so we did that. We had 10 questions. And of course, the first question was, what is the AFCTCA? Forgive me for not getting the acronym right. So what is the African Free Trade Continental um, Treaty? So that was the first question. And then we ran through a couple of others. We got 10. Now, remember my formula. Um, what we're trying to do is we're just writing out simple questions. No outline, no essay, nothing. Number one, what is the AFCTCA? And then I told her now, if you take a look at each of those questions, and it's the same thing with the other fellow who wants to start a podcast on um, living with sickle cell in Nigeria, it's the same process. Each of those questions that you have can easily be subdivided into three subs that you need to tell the whole story. So ask what those sub-questions are. So there's no how you can say what the AFCTCA is without discussing a number of things. Number one, you would have to discuss about international trade because this is a treaty that deals with international trade. Then you'll also have to discuss regional cooperation and uh, how African states have functioned within that whole scheme of uh, regional cooperation. So in understanding the FCTA, you have three subs. One, what is international trade? Two, what is the overall structure of international trade? Three, what kind of regional cooperation goes on in uh, Africa or in uh, Western Africa, um, you know, or the Northern Bloc or whatever? That's another question. And then the final one would be, the final one we agreed on was, um, uh, why haven't African countries been involved in um, international trade on a formal level, why haven't we been fully um, co-opted into taking advantage of the opportunities that these things um, uh, these things give? That is, being members of bodies like the General Agreement on uh, Trade and Tariffs, I believe. Yeah, GATT. So I think the average listener should now know what GATT is, especially since Okonji Iwela has now risen up the um, WTO, the World Trade Organization, if I remember correctly. If I got the wrong body, then forgive me. Like I said, I've been out of the legal sphere for a very long time, so I get my facts um, mixed up a lot when it comes to these things. So, uh, where was I? Okay, yeah, so that's the final thing. Why haven't African countries been involved, and what are the advantages for African countries? So now you can see how, with that one question, we have come up with four subdivisions uh, four subdivisions, four ideas. What is international trade? Are there any regional treaties going on here? Why haven't African countries been involved? And what are the advantages for African countries? Now, with that one question, what is AFCTA? What is the Free Trade Treaty? You've seen how we've gotten four subtopics. And if you want to make one recording uh, per week for 10 minutes, you can see how that one question has generated enough material for you to podcast on for a month or a month and two weeks, depending on how you want to break those questions down. Now, if you look at it that way, it now becomes obvious how uh, a podcast can be maintained over the long time because you really cannot run out of stuff to talk about. Because with that first question, we have come up with at least four podcast episodes of 10 minutes each. And the thing is, when you put it up, some people are going to say, no, madam, I disagree. 
actually it's this what about this you forgot that so each of those uh, comments that you get on those rejoinders is also a separate podcast episode in itself because you're going to have to come back to clarify something or expand on something else so once your podcast starts getting traction it's going to be um, very easy for you to keep generating um, topics on and on and on again and for those of you who are long-time listeners you've seen how that has happened in my own case because people have reached out to say when you say that thing about people nobody wants to be sold but everybody wants to buy what does that mean and so I had to make a podcast episode um, about that. I didn't intend to talk about that. It wasn't a list of questions that I was going to answer. But people asked, you keep saying this thing over and over again. What does that mean? And that became a podcast episode. So as this thing gains um, traction, you're going to find more and more uh, things to talk about. So in my own opinion, if you want to have a podcast Forget the technical stuff for now. When you start making some money and you get some traction, you can worry about all that. So for now, focus on the key things. Who are you? What are you trying to say? Who are you trying to talk to? What are the questions that you want to answer? And come up with a simple content calendar. Just have a list of questions. Start with 10 questions. With these questions, you're going to be able to break it into some subdivisions because there's no question that is entirely a yes, no, go forward or go back answer. It's always a yes if you consider this or no if you do that. It always has qualifications. So each of those subdivisions are um, good ideas for podcast episodes um, in themselves. So that's the idea pretty much. And I wanted to make this recording to show how if you've been on the fence thinking that this podcasting thing is cool and you want to jump in on the game this is how you can get in on the game forget the technical stuff for now focus on the content calendar and you'll be all right now the final question should everybody have a podcast it depends some people think that this is strategic advantage and it will help to boost um, your business but then again i have to give you the right expectations in the beginning nobody is listening i mean of course you guys are listening right now but i'm saying in the grand scheme of things you're looking at a universe where people have hundreds of thousands of downloads and things like that then relatively speaking in the beginning you can say nobody is listening because um right now with this podcast it's taking me a year and a half to get to 2000 but i have some friends who do more gist oriented podcasts who do regularly let's say about 7000 uh downloads um every week oh yes that's also another thing if you're going to do a gist-oriented podcast, you can expect to have really high numbers. But if you're going to do really technical, um, specific um, stuff, like I am with this business podcast, targeted at wedding industry professionals, or like this listener who is going to make a uh, legal podcast, but that is limited to the African Treaty, uh, Continental Treaty, or my other friend who uh, wants to do the podcast around sickle cell, you have to bear in mind that you're going to get relatively low listenership because these are not sexy topics. So you're not going to start and then out of the gate, you know, have 150,000 downloads from week one. So for folks like us who have uh, much more um, technical or should I say serious podcasts, it's going to take a lot of time to get more uh, traction and to get things going. Because like I said, it's taken me a year and a half just to get to 2,000. But my other friend, Rodney, has spoken about him. So Rodney on the Young God podcast, you know, he interviews celebrities, actors, uh, Big Brother celebrities, things like that. The last time me and Rodney had um, a chat on these things, he was doing about 7,000 a week. Yes, you heard me correctly, 7,000 a week. 
is what that is 14 times 228 so that's like roughly 20,000 a month um listeners and he has started monetizing his podcast i on the other hand a year and a half and just short of 2000 so have the right expectations when coming in if this is supposed to boost your business don't think it's going to lead to windfall profits um immediately so have the right expectations but bottom line content calendar please because for those of us who are wedding industry professionals, it's such a shame that we have lots of talented people who want to start a podcast. And if you check, you'll see what I mean. You have lots of talented people, beautiful wedding photographers, wedding planners, accomplishing their own right. And they decide they're going to start a podcast because they want to boost professionalism in the industry or for different reasons. And then they have only five episodes. And it's such a shame, really. So think hard about it. Content calendar is the key thing. And that's all I've come to share with you guys today. So thank you very much for listening to the Sales for the Nigerian Wedding Industry podcast. I'm your host, Abuja-based event and wedding photographer, Tavishima Ayede. Thank you very much for your time and attention. I'll catch you guys at the next recording. Have a wonderful day.